In the interest of community service, Power 88 presents live talk shows to inform, enlighten, and to stimulate thought and dialogue. The views expressed on this program are not necessarily those of the staff and management of KCEP or the EOB. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the program. Or call in and participate at 647-3688. Yes! Welcome to the West Las Vegas Promise Neighborhood. Brought to you by Nevada Partners. Hosted by the Trudy U. Kennedy Calvin Richardson. Discussing topics affecting communities of color. Our objective is to break the cycle of generational poverty and create a more just, equitable, and racially inclusive community. What's up? And now, here's your host. Good morning. Welcome to the West Las Vegas Thomas Neighborhood Radio Show brought to you by Nevada Partners. I'm your host. Kennedy Coven Richardson. Nevada Partners is the lead agency for the West Las Vegas Commons neighborhood, a bold, place-based, collective impact initiative working to increase justice and equality in health, education, employment, housing, social justice, and at the ballot box. With a coalition of more than 50 public, private, and nonprofit organizations coming together, establishing a common agenda and shared and shared measurement, advancing policy, building a continuum of cradle to career solutions, capacity building and scaling up proven effective solutions. We are about the business of community transformation and ensuring that every resident can reach their full potential. The coalition is organized around five pillars, healthy children, families and communities, education and youth development, the future of work, affordable housing and wealth creation, as well as civic participation and social justice. Every show, we focus on one of our five pillars, and today's pillar is Healthy Children, Families, and Communities. And we have a great show for you today. We will discuss mental health, nutrition, food assistance, and support for caregivers. So let me introduce my guest. First, we have Van Farrow. He is the health industry specialist for the Governor's Office of Economic Development and is serving Nevada Partners as the co-chair of the Healthy Children, Families, and Communities Pillar. Dan? Good morning. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. Assemblywoman, is Assemblywoman joining us today? No? I believe she was trying to, but I'm not sure if uh, she was able to join in this morning. Okay, no problem. Jody Tyson is the Vice President of Strategic Initiatives for the Three Square Food Bank, where they provide wholesome food to hungry people while passionately pursuing a hunger-free community. Jody? Is Jody on? We'll come back to her. We have Roz Brooks. Brooks, she is the owner of Vegas Roots Community Garden, where they provide the Las Vegas community with the opportunity to grow food, learn about gardening and wellness, and to be a positive catalyst for change in the health re- in the health of the residents in vulnerable communities. Say hello, Roz. So I can't hear Roz. I hear I see her talking. I can't hear. Um, we also have Mark Domingo. Um, he is the disease management program manager for St. Rose Community Health at Dignity Health. 
St. Rose Dominican, which is a nationally recognized innovative leader in the delivery of mental and medical health care. Um, say hi, Mark. Good morning. Hello, everyone. Perfect. Perfect. Good morning. We also have Nevada Partner staff, Yvette Thomas, who is the HR director for Nevada Partners, as well as the project manager for the Healthy Children, Families, and Community Pillar. What's up, Yvette? Good morning, everyone. Good morning. We also have Lizette Guillen, Director of Administration and Operations and our Facebook Live host. Say hi, Lizette. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Now to my listeners, I want you to be a part of the conversation. Join us live on Facebook. Go to Facebook and search for Nevada Partners. When you get there, like our page and be entered into a drawing for $25. Um, do we have a winner from last week's show? We do. We Our winner from last week's show is Jeremy Harrison. Congratulations, Jeremy. Jeremy has actually been very active on uh, on all our radio shows, so we thank you for your support and congratulations. Oh, that's great, Jeremy. I'm so glad that um, you won and continue to stay active with us, um, but now you have been rewarded for your participation. If you would like to be a winner, remember you must click like during the show and say hello in the comments so we know you're there and engaged in this conversation. Later on in the show, we will take your comments and questions live on the air. So let's start the show. I'm so excited to jump into our first topic of mental health. So July is National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. This is important despite the advances in health equity, disparities in mental health care do persist. So for example, 10.5% or 3.5 million young adults aged 18 to 25 have serious thoughts of suicide, not just the passing fancy, but people who are really thinking uh, critically about suicide. 7.5% have serious mental illness. And during this global pandemic, many have feelings of anxiety and other signs of stress. And so again, we have Denisha Mingo of, Ma of Mingo Health Services to talk about that. Denisha, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Thank you. So what are ways people can talk to children about fear, anxiety, and uncertainty? Some of the ways that we can have that discussion is first by listening, right? A lot of times as adults, we can assume we know what children are um, experiencing or thinking. So we have to hear what things they're relating to, what things are bringing up that fear and anxiety, and make sure we understand where it's coming from from their perspective. You always want to be honest about it. You want to use tangible examples. Um, and giving them feedback and tools and um, just want to be present. That's great. Um, so with, with school starting, it looks like we're going to be home again and longer uh, with COVID-19. What are some ways that uh, parents can perhaps use to help uh, make this time a little bit easier uh, for the children who will be at home? Again, kind of like I said, listening to them and seeing what they're going through. And you want to, in having that dialogue, see what things are coming up for them, right, physically and mentally, because anxiety and fear can show up even in your body. Maybe uh, you're feeling more fatigued. Maybe you're distracted. Maybe you can't focus. Maybe you're irritable. Um, so being aware of what that's looking like for them and then putting some things in place, one of the things that we always suggest is that you continue to have structure and organization. And you want to prepare them for what's going to come. So have a dialogue ahead of time. This is what this next 
three months are going to look like. This is what we're going to do and keep a routine and stay consistent. And then be aware that emotions are going to go up and down during this time as it's a transition and an adjustment for everyone. And just as adults, the children have lost their sense of normalcy and they may have even a more difficult time with managing that than we are, than we have as adults. So you want to be patient with them. Okay, great. And as the, because it is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month, how is your agency uh, celebrating? Well, one of the things that we're doing is we're offering workshops to the community by partnering with you all. We also have sponsored a nonprofit called Solutions of Change, where we have fundraised money for free therapy for those who cannot afford it or who don't have the proper insurance. Uh, we've done some social stories and just continue to promote the awareness for those underrepresented populations. That's great. Sanisha, thank you so much for being such uh, a leader in the mental health community and always standing up for our children, our people. And so I just want to say it's really great to be in community and leadership with you as well. Thank so let's you. jump into our second, you're welcome. Let's jump into our second topic about nutrition and wellness. And we have Roz Brooks um, from Vegas Roots Community Garden. And so I do know that uh, nutrition is very important to um, everything that we do. And uh, with the global health pandemic, many people are afraid. They have comorbidities. Uh, they have uh, high blood pressure, diabetes, and other things that do weaken the immune system. And so I'd like to ask you, Roz, um, if you've had COVID before, how do you strengthen your immune system to help prevent it from reoccurring? So there's five things that you could do right now if you've had it, and even if you haven't had it but are trying to prevent it. And those five things are definitely get sun every day. Super easy. You want to get 20 minutes of sunlight. Sunlight is very healing to the body. So that's number one. Number two, you have to get seven to eight hours of sleep a night. That is when the body heals it. That is when the body strengthens it, its immune system. That is when the body does its work. It can't do the work when you're up and out and you know running around, but it's when you're sleeping that the body can finally heal and reset. So that's number two. Number three is you have to have adequate water. I had a friend that contracted the virus and her and her husband, her husband really had no symptoms. She didn't drink a lot of water. She got really dehydrated and it set off a chain of other issues that came with the virus. So it's really, really important to drink 80 to 90 ounces of water a day. Number four is reduce stress. There is a reason that they say that stress kills. Even on a good day with nothing, stress is very harmful to the body and causes a myriad of diseases. So when you have the virus or have already had the virus and it's compromising your immune system, you have to reduce your stress level. And the fifth one is to start taking herbs. There is an herb recipe that I would love to use and it includes um, six different herbs and you can get them right here locally. Uh, we have a few herb stores out here. Uh, one is licorice root. Number two is echinacea. Number three is elderberry. Number four is garlic cloves. Two cloves of garlic. Number five is green. And number six is olive leaf. 
And so those you can buy in a cut form. You want to use four tablespoons of each one of those. You put them into 32 ounces of water and you boil them, lightly boil them for 20 minutes and then steep it. And then you take two tablespoons a day. And so all of those, and I don't have time to, to tell you exactly what each of those herbs are doing for the body, but they're mostly antiviral, antimicrobial, help fight viral infection. So they're really, really helpful to take during this time. Two tablespoons in the morning, two tablespoons in the evening. So it's just these few basic things. Even if you couldn't get the herbs, just the other basic things with sunlight and sleep and water and reducing your stress, it's going to be wonders for improving your immune system. And of course, you've got to lay off the sugar. You've got to lay off the junk food and the processed food. No more going through the drive-thru. If you're seriously trying to combat this virus, and if you are trying to um, attain better health, you cannot do it going to fast food restaurants, you know. I always say healthy eating is always in your kitchen, hands down. That is great. Thank you. So I, so we need that recipe. So I'd like to post that, you know, on our Facebook page. And so if you could send that over um, so that everyone can get that, that would be great. Um, so I took a sip of water while you were talking, just, you know, to, to model what you're okay. saying, because it, it really is important <laughs> and hard to get in. Um, so as with the community garden, um, they get roots. And so people are also having problems having access to fresh fruits and vegetables and certainly maybe many of the things that you brought up in the last recipe. And so do you accept nutrition benefits? Yes, as a garden, we accept snaps. We accept um, the senior nutrition coupons. And there's some WIC um, things that we can accept. But yes, we definitely accept snaps. And we also, we just received a, um, a grant and it's called Double Food Bus. And it's with that, if you are on SNAP, you can go to Mario's Market, Steve's Market that's on the east side of town, our farmer's market, and the community garden. And if you have SNAP for every, let me see, I think it's for, yeah, for every $5 you spend, you'll get $5 free in fruits and veggies. You'll get a coupon. And you can use that at a later date. When your SNAP benefits run low, you can bring those coupons back. So that's also a great way to stretch your. That is great. That's great. So speaking of food, um, it's um, there are lots of requests for food assistance. Nevada Partners uh, has uh, administered or is administering over seven funds that include mortgage assistance, rental assistance, utility assistance. Um, and food assistance. And I will say the food assistance portion um, is the one that really hurts my heart because uh, in a country like America, um, it's just really hard for me to accept hunger. Uh, and so today we also have, as I mentioned earlier, Jody from Three Square. And so um, many of us are uh, needing to use uh, food pantries. And so just as a question, Joey, how has the pandemic changed the way food pantries operate? It's a great question. Um, I'm happy to be here this morning. Thank you for having me. 
Um, initially, during the start of the pandemic, when the governor issued the shelter-in-place order, the food bank had to go into an emergency food distribution plan uh, because so many of our agency partners needed to close down their food distribution programs and go home to shelter in place. So we stood up um, about uh, 22 food distribution programs um, in the community where people could go and safely drive through in their vehicle. Um, groceries were loaded into their car and then um, safely and then they were able to drive home. So it was contactless in their car. And then we also had about 10 agencies that stayed open um, so that people could walk in uh, who might not have a car or depended on um, public transportation. Today we see though that as the phases have begun reopening more of our agencies are back to their operations, not quite normal operations for sure. Um, we do ask that people wear a mask to come to the food pantry, um, safely stay within distances from each other. But we have about a hundred of our agencies that are back open again. And the best way to find an agency or a mobile food distribution, if that's still the best way to serve your family, um, is to go to our website threesquare.org um, to look for an agency that is um, distributing food that is in your neighborhood or if it's inconvenient or you don't have internet access you can call our call center at 702-765-4030 and they will help direct you to the nearest agency and they'll give you the dates and times in which those agencies are open. And the food that's being distributed is uh, wonderful, amazing food. We are the um, happy beneficiaries in Las Vegas of a lot of federal commodities right now. So there is milk and um, animal proteins and lots of dry goods and lots of fruits and vegetables. And so um, we definitely have a really healthy variety that's available at our agencies and in our mobile distributions right now. So we encourage those that need a little extra helping hand right now to definitely come out and um, and benefit from this uh, great harvest that we have right now. Great, Jody. So just to repeat that, and we'll also post that on the Facebook Live, uh, threesquare.org, that's T-H-R-E-E, -E, square spelled out S-Q-U-A-R-E.org, as well as the phone number 702-765-4030. Again, that's 762-702-765-4030. And so just the same question I had for Vegas Roots. Um, so do you accept also nutrition benefits and WIC if I can't physically you know, get to the store? How does that work? Well, all our food distributions are free. So I just want to make sure that that's clearly delineated. If you come to an agency, seeking some food assistance or through one of our mobile distributions, um, that, th th that's charitable donations and that is um, free food. We do though have some options for people who cannot use their benefits. So for example, um, if you are a, a household that depends on WIC benefits, maybe you're sheltering in place or maybe it's really hard for you to get to the grocery store with um, you know a couple of kids and we all know you know uh, uh, how difficult that can be on a regular normal day like uh, being able to take your kids out to the grocery store is sometimes a bit of a barrier 
So if those are barriers that you're um, experiencing, please give our call center a call. We do have some screening processes and can um, refer uh, over to an agency that can help you with a home delivery. Or um, we are working with the state to see if we can't help do some personal shopping, uh, so to speak, for um, with beneficiaries. So they, they can use those benefits, but they might not need to be the ones who are actually physically at the grocery store. But another good um, thing to know is that recently in Nevada, starting in June, people were able to start utilizing their SNAP benefits online. And so if you have SNAP, you can actually use your benefits for home delivery through Walmart or through Amazon. Um, and you also always have the option of um, doing curbside for any grocery store, a Smith, a Vons, um, an Albertsons. You can go onto their website and put all of your food in the cart. And then what they do is you pull up to the grocery store in those designated spots, let them know that you're there. They bring the groceries out to you with a little pin pad where you can use your EBT card to actually pay at that point of transaction, and then um, you can drive away. So um, so you can always do curbside uh, for your SNAP benefits, but now, starting in June, we did have the ability to start using our SNAP benefits online too. And that's a great advantage for those that are seniors, that are um, families that are sheltering in place, um, and if you um, do experience a time in which people in your household may be COVID positive and really are trying to self-isolate and to not go to the grocery store or not be out at all from your homes, we also would encourage you to call the Three Square Center because we can help make sure that you um, have food in your house. So we have agencies that we're working with that are helping to do some home deliveries. So we are definitely encouraging people that need that little extra assistance right now because they have some illnesses in their family. Maybe they have a disability. Maybe they're a senior. For whatever reason, you're really trying to self-isolate and stay home. We really encourage you to call the food bank. We can help um, you navigate that process either using your benefits or through using food assistance programs that are available through the food bank or through our agencies and our network. That's great. Thank you so much, Jody. Speaking of seniors, um, we have Mark Domingo here who um, Dignity Health Services extends well beyond the doors of the hospital. Can you tell us about your support for caregivers and seniors, Mark? Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me today. It's a great opportunity to present on some of our programs that we have for our community. Um, we have a program, a really great program specifically for our caregivers. I know we're all staying um, shelter in place right now and the role of caregiving is much more um, prominent now than ever. Um, research shows that there are high rates of depression, anxiety, stress for our caregivers because they often feel like they don't have control certain situations. Um, and that feeling of powerlessness can have a pretty significant impact on the caregiver's health physically, mentally, and emotionally. So um, this program is evidence-based and it's designed to really cater towards the caregiver. Um, a caregiver is someone is providing care to their loved ones, maybe a uh, son or daughter to their parents. I know in the Filipino culture, um, our grandparents and our parents live in our house and that's how we provide care to them. Um, spouses, partners, um, loved ones that you're providing care for. And there's also different kind of caregiving stages right now that people play, like financial caregiving, and also um, providing them with living situations. So there's different components and different definitions of, of caregiving. Um, and this program specifically is all about their caregiver. We're gonna provide you with tools, self with self-care behaviors. How do you provide self-care to yourself? 
um, how to manage your emotions. Right now, there might be some difficult emotions people are facing when it comes to caregiving for someone. Um, we're also going to provide you with tools and topics like taking care of yourself, identifying and reducing your personal stress. I know we don't really need any more stress right now. Um, communicating your feelings, your needs, and your concerns towards your caregivers. Communicating your challenging, your challenges, and your different situations right now. Learning and understanding your emotions. How do you learn the roots of your emotions where you're caring for your parents or grandparents? Um, and then finally, we're going to give you and empower you with tools to ultimately master the caregiving decision that you can have. Um, again, this program is free for the community, so we're very excited to provide this, as well as uh, a banquet and a really menu, a long menu of different programs that we provide for the community. And you can find that in our website, uh, stbrosehospital.org slash virtual classes. That's stbrosehospital.org dot org slash virtual classes and again please check it out we have fitness classes we have zumba if you want to get active again you can go ahead and and start that there's support groups and a bunch of different resources as well so i definitely encourage everyone to go to that website check it out and, and join our classes I really appreciate that. I really enjoy um, doing virtual um, exercise. I did Roz's um, that she has on um, or, um, on her um, YouTube page. And so I will be checking that out, Mark. Thank you um, for that. So we can go to Lizette and Yvette to talk about if there are any questions that we have from uh, Facebook Live. Ladies, is there any questions we have from the audience for any of our panelists today? Um, yes, someone just want to remind us to um, repost or post the um, recipe that Russ is offering, that Russ had talked about earlier. And then I have um, one question. How can I apply for benefits and be socially distant? That's a great question, Yvette. And this is Jody Tyson at 3Square. I'm happy to take that question. Um, right now, 3Square is actually, um, uh, have, sorry, has the ability to help people apply for benefits over the phone. So people don't actually have to go anywhere right now to apply for benefits. We can help people apply for SNAP, um, for energy assistance, for Medicaid, uh, programs like that right over the phone. What we do ask is that you have some information uh, ready for the application, information that's basic information about your household, social security numbers or resident ID numbers, things like that, um, information about your income, your job, uh, or your unemployment benefits right now. And then what we do is when we fill out that application, then we put it in the mail to you because it does still require a physical signature. So we put it in the mail to you and then you can sign the form and then we also provide the um, return stamped envelope so you can put that signed application back and mail it back to us and then we can submit it on your behalf. It's a pretty simple process. It takes about 20 minutes um, and then just the time it takes to, to mail it back and get it to you. And I can say that even though there are a lot of applications that are being submitted to the Division of Welfare and Supportive Services right now at the state who actually determines the amount of your benefit, um, they are able to keep up pretty well with the amount of volume that's coming in. And benefits are usually available to you within a two-week period. Great. Well, thank you for that, Eva, and those questions. So um, please stay engaged with us even after the show. We will continue to answer questions if uh, necessary. And Roz has given us her immune boosting tea, and we will post that as well. 
So, uh, Vance, the fearless leader of the Healthy Children, Families, and Communities Pillar, what are your thoughts and take us home? Well, I just want to continue to stress the fact that given that this is National Minority Mental Health Awareness Month, you know, there are a lot of uh, stressors out there, um, certainly dealing with the pandemic, dealing with um, homeschooling uh, for those that are doing that, dealing with financial struggles. Um, It's okay to reach out. There's lots of programs out there. Recognize what your body is telling you. Recognize what the voices in your head are saying. It's not healthy to want to stay in bed all weekend. That maybe that's a trigger for something else that needs to be thought out. So it's important to to, to tap into that. Obviously, the food security issues and with child hunger, especially with folks homeschooling, a lot of kids find a lot of their nutrition at school. So being able to take advantage of the programs at Three Square, what Roz offers at Vegas Roots, those are very, very, very important. Um, and obviously the programs at Dignity. And like one of my favorite words is free. So make sure you hit that website, at the, avail yourself to those programs, which uh, I hear are awesome. And then last note, Roz brought it up, but, you know, most people walk this earth chronically dehydrated and don't really know it. And living in Nevada, it's of utmost importance to stay hydrated. And what better way to do it with two ta- than to add two tablespoons of Roz's elixir that she's provided for free. So I will definitely be trying that. I'm happy that that uh, recipe will be on the website. And um, hey, you know, we do what we have to do to stay healthy and strong. And that's my prayer for everybody. Thank you so much, um, Vance, for your leadership and all of the pillar partners who are represented today um, for the West Las Vegas Promise neighborhood. And so we appreciate the time and attention that you place uh, towards this very important collective impact initiative and really transforming the community.